0: hello and thank you for tuning in this is love what i love the podcast where we beg our partner to love something we do whether it be a movie tv show or anything in between we're your hosts masha and andy and this week we're talking about singing in the rain Rain is a rom-com musical that takes place during a transitional period from silent films to talkies in Hollywood in the 1920s. We follow silent picture star Don Lockwood as he attempts to navigate his career during this transition while falling in love with a chorus girl named Kathy Selden. This movie was directed and choreographed by Gene Kelly and Stanley Donnan. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. The music was by Nacho Herb Brown with lyrics by Arthur Freed, who can you wha- say the
1: name again? Nacho Herb Brown.
0: Nacho Herb Brown. Oh, Herb Brown. Yeah.
1: Wild name. <laughs> I know it All right. really is. Continue.
0: And uh lyrics by Arthur Freed, um, who was I thought this was hilarious. His his team was called the Freed Unit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they were basically the. They turned out a bunch of MGM's musicals um, from the time of 1929
1: to 39. okay. Great lyricists. But this was later. This is after 39. This is yeah, after. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, this yeah. is like their comeback movie or something? Right. Cool. cool.
0: Um, the story was by uh, Betty Comden and Adolph Green. So they were. Essentially, the ones who were brought in to make a story out of the musical compilations uh, that author had available. So, so,
1: so the music came first, story came second. Exactly, makes sense. And
0: actually, you know, we just came off of watching the trailer, which I think, first of all, was one of the longest trailers of all time. Yeah, it was like over four <laughs> minutes. So. I, I give it some slack because I obviously love the movie, so I don't mind the long trailer. But if you watch it, it's kind of funny how it, it sort of reminded me of remember those commercials that used to play late at night that's like the best of the music of the time yep, and yep. like just all the music tracks and
1: then the songs would would uh, scroll over the screen and then like every fourth <laughs> song was highlighted and that meant you'd get like a snippet of it yes yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so
0: the trailer is essentially ballads of that.
1: love. it'll be all rock ballads or like love songs <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah imagine owning the world's greatest love songs
2: hey, the greatest voices of our time. In a once-in-a-lifetime collection,
0: Time Life Music presents the Ultimate Love Songs Collection but i think it makes sense for this film in particular because al- these songs are from like pulled from different musicals and different movies so it's like a lot of them came before this movie oh
1: really i didn't yes. know that see i'm so such a novice on this i didn't know th- i didn't know that i thought they were all original here yeah. cuz i knew some of these songs but i always thought i just knew them because this movie was famous mm. but i guess i was incorrect cuz so like like, Good morning, is that older than this movie,
0: right? Exactly, okay. and like sometimes they would, you know, manipulate the tempo or yeah. like change it up a little bit. Um, there were custom songs, like we'll, we'll talk about those, but like, yeah, um, Moses Supposes was written for this movie, okay. but that like, makes sense. you know, there are other songs like the ones we saw in the trailer that were pre existing,
1: yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, we'll go through them, but like singing in the rain it's not really has anything to do with the plot and the song is just treated as this like super famous song that everybody knows right so i didn't know if that was in the world of this movie or if in real life singing in the rain is just like a classic it did exist yeah it's it's an old school classic and
0: i think i don't know if it's true but i think it just happened to be the best number or like just they were like it just all revolves around this so they made it like yeah yeah the thing and then it ended up
1: i mean yeah (laughs) rolls off the tongue
0: right I didn't know this, but the original story, like, when they were first thinking about, like, how do we put all of these songs into a story? Yeah. It originally involved a star of a Western film who's trying to make a comeback as a singing cowboy. Um, but then they ultimately landed on a movie star, like, trying to make it.
1: Seeing a cowboy sing in the rain would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. A horse. I'm singing in the rain. Howdy. (laughs) Howdy. (laughs) I don't think they did rap (laughs) ad-libs. I don't think they did 2020 era amigo style (laughs) (laughs) ad-libs.
0: Would have been cool if they did.
1: Riding on my horse, nay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did want to mention, you know, the story was written by Betty Comden and Adolph Green. Um, And I think it was important that they did this because they they were around during this transition in Hollywood from the silent movies to the talkies. So, you know, it was pretty cool that they were able to tap into that and make a comedy out of it. Um, So, yes, this was obviously an MGM picture because they mastered (laughs) musicals during, or, like, you know, like, it just made sense for them to to turn this out.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not... I'm uh, like a foreigner in this world, but uh, one thing I know is the term MGM musical. It's just right. like it's it's almost a term you use for like a big technicolor nineteen mm-hmm. fifties musical. I know it's more than nineteen fifties, but that's where I think of it. Yeah. I should think of this movie when I think of MGM musicals.
0: Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So this movie came out in nineteen fifty two. Um I love that it premiered at Radio City Music Hall. Like it just makes sense. Oh, that's cool. To me, yeah. you know. Um, it definitely
1: is more like a show than like a movie.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A very, very Broadway. It had a budget of two point five million and made seven point two in the box office. Uh-huh. So I think, like, even though it did make it's money back like double and plus yeah um obviously like to this day like that we're still talking about it's considered one of the best movies of all time um con- definitely one of the best musical movies of all time yeah
1: and i've said this on past episodes where i don't really know how box office works because this movie has to have been re-released in theaters a million yeah, absolutely. times it, you know this guy it's been on home videos in so many different ways so like when do you stop counting the <laughs> revenue of a movie like this exactly yeah I, I could only imagine this played in because you know especially this was 30 40 years or 30 years before like home video mm-hmm. so the only way to see stuff was in theaters so like when you had a hit like this so like wizard of oz it was just coming out every couple of years people would just say hey, yeah. whether or not either small scale or big scale but like yeah so seven million seems small for a movie like this i yeah. feel like it's definitely made i'd love to know the hard number same fat, to you, you know, yeah i had to guess <laughs>
0: Um, And just so we don't skip it, uh, this movie is starring Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, Donald O'Connor, Gene Hagen, and Millard Mitchell. Mm -hmm. They also credit um, as a starring role, Sid Cherise, but-
1: uh, yeah, I was going to see if you knew about that. I had a feeling that was some sort of cameo situation where like people of the time thought that was hilarious or awesome. And, and they, I had no <laughs> idea what was going on.
0: Well, so they thought it was awesome. So she was often featured in movies with Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, and a lot of yeah. like pictures. So I think it was a big deal for her to be featured in yeah. this. So she's credited as a starring role. Yeah
1: it's like it's like if like you know it's like seth rogan's in a movie and then halfway through opens the door and like james frank goes there and people are like it's them yeah know? yeah yeah i don't know why that was my example <laughs> but yeah but then 50 years from now people would be like who the fuck is that guy like, yeah you
0: know, like, yeah dang yeah. i feel like i could think of an example oh that was of, a like, terrible example like, yeah that I, I was, was awful and morgan freeman for five minutes i don't know like <laughs> just yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but like no it's almost like they were reuniting like two performers who worked oh, together true. a lot yes like, yes yes you know it's a uh, yeah it's like anytime like if, if uh, Owen Wilson popped up and a Ben Stiller joint, even if it was for a second, it's more to just be like, ah, these two again.
0: Right, right. You know. I am surprised that this movie didn't win all the awards, but it did win quite a few. <laughs> you <always>
1: so bitter <laughs> when a movie isn't unanimously loved by every person. Well, every okay, system. let's start here. What all do
0: you think the Rotten Tomatoes is for this uh, movie? Rotten
1: Tomatoes. I think it's not going to be crazy high. I'm going to go 76 Critics. 89 audience.
0: Okay. So this is the first time I've ever seen this. 100% critics. Ooh. And yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, you finally got it right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna, I, I'll admit my whole... I, my, I picked it based on your tone. Uh. You, you sounded bitter, so I was like, oh, it's probably <laughs> not as high as she wants it to be. I, I originally probably would have guessed higher, but uh, yeah, I, went, I went low because it sounded like you were mad. Oh, my bad. I threw you off. Oh, sorry.
0: Um, but 90, 95% audience. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I wanted to start there because, first of all, I've never seen such high scores for a movie before, <laughs> Um, but, you know, I'm surprised it didn't win, like, all the awards when it came out, but, I mean, to this day, like, it's just such high of high critical acclaim it's
1: can i give a a comparison that i just thought of sure that may or may not be apt okay just by you know we're we're, this is coming out in 2022 (laughs) so i'm trying to think of a modern movie i think this is kind of like the equivalent of the big marvel for this year we usually think of star uh spider-man far from home Mm -hmm. where it's like it's comes out it's huge like the country everyone sees it it makes tons of money everyone loves it like you look up any of the marvel movies the the reviews are through the roof like most people don't have a problem with it right and then but it's like the film critic people might just be like oh it's just like it's the new blockbuster thing so i can see that with like like those movies never win awards you've never seen a marvel movie or a star wars movie or the high budget jurassic parks maybe for special effects but other than that they're never the best picture nominees so that's my theory of of like the MGM big grand musicals they mm. were crowd pleasers people loved them they raked in the money like there's nothing they're not bad in any means where you would give it a bad review you wouldn't be like this sucks but they're not complicated. They're they're not the kind of movies that get nominated for awards. Right, right. right. Like this movie is very superficial. Like they're not. You're not seeing these like very deep arcs happening with these characters.
0: Well, and then also, do you think maybe it's because it is looking at itself, like it's Hollywood looking at themselves? Well,
1: usually that <laughs> is what wins the awards because that's movies mm. like The Artist and La La Land. Like I, I could I could think of other ones. but those came up to my head. Hollywood tends to love movies about making movies. Hollywood, it, yeah. Um, but I just think it's like. These big long dance sequences are kind of like big special effects fights that right. like Iron Man gets into. Yes. Like they're cool and they're fun to watch and stuff, but it's not like that's. I'm just going by where you're saying like your spies didn't win all the awards. Mm-hmm. That's just not the kind of stuff the Academy gives awards to. They give it to quieter, like introspective movies usually like you know what i mean like i i don't i don't want to give what my next week's movie is but i'm very <laughs> inspired by what you picked nice. and uh it's one that did clean up in the awards but might not have made as much money so like it'll be a fun talk cool. when, when we get to it I'm excited. but um yeah, like I, I, just think that's what like this is. Like this is like a Star Wars movie before we knew what that was. We yeah. didn't have those kind of movies, so this was like the the huge money spent on the costumes, the budgets, the choreography. It's it's very hard to pull off, and it's awesome. But it's not a there's not a lot of story going on here. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my comparison. So I, I consider these, and I know comprehension get mad at me, but like that's how I feel <laughs> when we watch the pew pew like the you, pew pew you know, Doctor Strange <laughs> flying around with lasers everywhere. Yeah,
0: I think. I think where this movie sort of fails itself... Like, not fails itself, but, like, people don't realize how hard the choreography in this movie actually is. It's insane. And they make it look so easy that I think it actually puts them to a fault, you know? If
1: people have no idea how hard this is, just go and, like, pretend to do it. Like, you can't (laughs) even... You know what I mean? Like normally, even if you see someone dancing well, you can do a bad version of it, like yourself. Right. Like I can't even act like I can do those wild, like arms, that, like when their arms and legs are just flailing in giant circles. Yeah. And, like I just like I don't even, I don't even know. And they're not wearing comfortable clothes ever. No, no. Like they're wearing the kind of shit that, like, at a wedding, I have to strip off like the the jacket, undo a thing, you know, like undo the the tie just to get comfortable to do like drunk bad wedding dances this shit is impressive as all hell yeah, yeah. it's as impressive as the donnie and i was talking about last week like, to, the fighting and dancing <laughs> it's the same thing it's just it's
0: yeah it's it's just it's, underrated um to, to the unknown uh audiences or yeah. people who've never taken a dance class but um i mean it didn't win it didn't win no awards i mean donald won a golden globe for best actor in a comedy musical um cool. much deserved and uh gene hagan who plays
1: they let a second gene in the mix
0: gene <laughs> hagan who played lena lamont um who plays oh, Azadani, the with the voice ah. yeah uh she was nominated for a best actress oscar yeah, uh you de- did you best de- supporting did actress you deep
1: dive on that voice like that accent like what <laughs> what is it because like and where did it originate from like is it a certain area like
0: you know i actually don't i think it's a very f- popular like go-to voice for like a dumb blonde at least from the musicals that i've seen like in annie there's a character who's like so dumb but like she's like what how did i do that like i think yeah. it was just a go-to voice for that era it's,
1: you know i i said it because we heard something else with that voice recently because i said it's it's also the voice that like they do for harley quinn right in the dc comics and all that so it's just like what who is the first one to like come? Is it like a com I'm just curious if it's originated from like a certain area and a dialect that mm. like p- people actually talk like that? Or if some famous comedian from like nineteen seventeen did it on stage. I see. And people loved it and it's just like rolled on through life <laughs> and we all do like we've all know that voice. Right, <laughs> right. Because it's so Oh, it's the worst. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's like no. <laughs> It, it, it's hilarious because it's the worst yeah you know nobody wants to hear that
0: i mean you know that's not her real like the oh, actress's yeah, yeah. real I voice okay i've got something fun about about that later on but yeah i mean it's like
1: a why i order like <laughs> i like <a> fuck? <laughs> why i order <oughta. laughs> <laughs> yeah it's oh, fantastic <laughs> for heaven's sake what's the big idea can a girl get a
0: word in edgewise after all, they're my public too. Yeah, so, you know, in 1989, this movie was in, indicted into the uh, Congress, uh, Library of Congress uh, for preservation. For being so me, For being very significant. I, I love the significance. <laughs>
1: yeah, this for is significant. it in.
0: We've talked quite a bit so far, but I would love to know what your history with Singing in the Rain is before I dive into mine.
1: So, one of those. Hollywood classics that I've always meant to watch and just never did. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know about it as a kid. I have like one weird memory, and it's not even a story. So I don't even know i'm telling it, but like it was definitely on TV once when I was a kid. Just like, and it was like the singing in the rain part. And one of my two older brothers, I don't even remember which one. I was so young. I was just like, "Oh, that's singing in the rain. He's singing in the rain." And like, I just thought that was like funny because I was like four. <laughs> and that's it. That's like, it's not a story. I just was like, ah, oh, that's a movie. Ah, <laughs> got, hilarious. He, like, he sings in the rain. Like, So I always knew, like, that's a thing. Like, singing in the rain <laughs> is like. That's so funny. I, I, I knew. I don't know. If, I didn't even know, like, I was too young to even be like, oh, that's a song. It's a movie. Just like, oh, singing in the rain. Like, uh-huh. Like, sings it in the rain. <laughs> and then that's it. So, again, not a story. So I wasted everyone's time. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, then I never really had interest in seeing it growing up. I would say, again, not a musical guy. Off Like, uh, offhand. Like, I enjoy it. When i watch it but i never seek it out see i never seek them out i did remember at some point in film school we talked about it and once i learned what the plot was about movies going from from the silent era to the talkies And kind of dealing with that transition, that was when I was like, oh, I should see this movie. Mm. Because A, it's critically acclaimed, and B, that's just like a subject matter I'm interested in, because I love the history of film, I love Hollywood, I work in film, I'm a sound guy. So it's like, it just always seemed like something up my alley that I should see. And then again, just never did, I don't know. And like, I knew you always liked it, but we just never watched it together. And then uh, yeah there's a dope ass Bismuthie song called Singing where he uh, he sings in the rain as well just like his man Gene yeah, Kelly. We'll and he's play.
0: been playing it nonstop. What are you talking like about when stuff? we were about to watch it
2: I was like this isn't the the tone. No, it's
1: the best. <laughs> oh we we'll are giving people a little taste of the Bismuthie Rest in Peace one of the greatest
2: I grab the microphone and go every which way for loose Cause I'm the ugly duckler who seduces mother goose And I don't be using them flippin' tongue twisters But I still get better in time like the whispers But older cruisers, he can't stay as loose as me Cause old school rappers just ain't what they used to be Top so your nose with a rubber hose and every brother Know that the style is older than my grandma clothes But great skies is gonna clear up To put on a happy face Take off that frown and cheer up and put on a happy face, cause I'm singing hangin' in the right, ain't 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 I'm sinking, hangin' in the right, ain't I'm sinking, hangin' in the right, ain't i ain't 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 ain't
1: Ooh. all right so i think we should dissect that song okay so, so track right. one you know all right track one <laughs> verse one all right but yeah that's pretty much it so i've like always meant to watch it i've never seen a gene kelly movie but always known who he was mm. i've never seen a debbie reynolds movie um, I know he's known. She's been very famous, but I'll be honest. I've mainly known her as being Carrie Fisher's mom, mm. and less for her own fame. Mm. Uh, but that just might be my age and you know Star Wars and all that good right. stuff. So I was kind of I was excited to see her for the first time, like just kind of do something on her own. It's like you know, it's it, it would it would have been the same with Janet Lee if Psycho wasn't so famous. Like I would have only known her for being Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Right, right, but right. But thankfully, I had Psycho to at least see something with her. So this is like. Yeah, my first Debbie Reynolds experience. That's cool. And I've never heard of the Donald guy, uh, who plays the friend. Right. Uh, um, but he's a good son. Donald O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a pretty. I don't really have much of a history. It's that I meant to watch it and I never did.
0: All right, that's cool. I <laughs> I'll start by saying that this is a movie I knew I loved before I watched it. <laughs> It'd be crazy, I think, to tell you that I didn't watch it in its entirety until. About a week before I showed it to you.
2: What?
0: Yeah. Um. So I. How's that <laughs> I've gone through life watching the numbers, um, millions of times. I just never watched the whole movie. Uh-huh. Like all the way through, but I've watched the, the musical, the, the the song numbers um, many times. Um, my first exposure to Singing in the Rain was through a documentary called That's Entertainment, uh-huh. which I now really want to revisit. It just explores this era of musicals and at MGM. Dope. Oh. And just goes through basically their greatest hits and like the making of. And it's just a huge deep dive. Um, and I, I think that's where I fell in love with sort of like this era of of musicals. And why I always crave us to return to that. Yeah. Um, just because the, the musical numbers alone, I just... They make it seem so easy and like they could fly and they're happy and everything's beautiful. And it's just... I, I've always wanted to be a part of that. That's why I love staged musical theaters, theater, and doing musical theater because I, I just always want to be a part of or emulate something like this. Yeah. Um, so I, I think. It's so crazy to like love something, but I feel like I'm doing like Love is Blind, but with singing in the rain. Like I knew I loved it <laughs> even before like marrying it. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> need to know
1: its story. You, you, yeah, you, you heard its songs, and you were you were instantly in love. Exactly. Oh, um, I hate Love is Blind so much. Would you like working out? Yeah, not a huge fan. Really? Yep. Ooh, I get along best with individuals that do work out.
0: I have a huge Instagram following, obviously I have like a lot of friends, like it's crazy. And I think I'm really good at these pods because like with my job I have like five to like 20 people in my car like at a time.
2: (laughs) Who am I talking to? I don't know, take a guess. No, Shana, there we go.
0: What?
2: No, that's what I was hoping for
0: and folks we're in the middle of watching loves one season two this is how you know andy loves me because i'll
1: give you a quick review
0: it stinks all
1: right we'll go on
0: uh anyway um but yes another thing i love about it is just that it gives you motion picture history in the most entertaining way um and i just love how it does that take of hollywood but with like all the comedy yeah
1: um
0: and you know you know me i'm i like things simple and easy so i love that this movie doesn't really really have any like real drama or like it's
1: like the (laughs) bubbly movie of all time. exactly like Like, like, some characters are so unrealistically nice they're (laughs) just like you gotta fix that (laughs) i I, I know it's right yeah
0: um and i gotta say i love a live orchestra like i i really do appreciate live music you know i really would love to go to a theater today and like watch a movie with a live orchestra yeah, like yeah. i really would love appreciate that they
1: do it they do it occasionally for certain things you know they do it for harry potter in new york but mm. it's expensive yeah I looked it into makes it sense because like, like, those oh, maybe, people maybe, need to get paid. i was like yeah it, it does make sense but i was like oh maybe we can do it and then it was like 150 a seat mm. and i was just like just to watch the harry potter movie <laughs> like i would you know like for 50 more we could see like the harry potter play or like <laughs> you know go see a real broadway show so i was yeah. just like it's hard to justify that you're only really watching a movie mm-hmm. for the same price that you could see a whole show with an orchestra
0: I see. I think because I played clarinet growing up, I have a special appreciation too for orchestras. So Uh like I just hearing the music in this, um, in addition to seeing the performance is just like, oh, yeah,
1: it'd be awesome.
0: And um, I guess lastly, because I love this movie and I can talk about why I love it for so long, but I think. Just the artist behind it, you know, from Gene Kelly to from like choreographing it and directing, like just to, to play multiple roles in this movie, you could see how much of a perfectionist he is. And just because of his history of of dance, you know, he's been dancing forever and even taught dance just to bring Donald and um Debbie Reynolds under his wing to like teach them to to perform at his level. Yeah. I think is really impressive, and we'll dive into that a little bit more. So, but uh
1: Donald, he's not a classically trained dancer either.
0: No, so he grew up like as a vaudeville. Like his his family like went around and performed. So yeah. he like in his interviews, he's like, you know, I'm a yo. I I just learned the the term hoofer. Hoofer? Huffer? Yeah basically a tap dancer yeah. um so he was like my performance is from the waist down and gene kelly taught me to perform from the waist up
1: uh, so like
0: he like all the the arms and the smiling and yeah, all that yeah. stuff like he learned that from gene in this movie i would
1: have thought the opposite i would have been like maybe he's all his comedic chops let him like taught him how to mm. flail and it certainly helped it, yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> he was it's a funny guy because i would have guessed the spoiler of i did go into this knowing a little bit that debbie reynolds you know, she's not a classically trained dancer. She's right. more of just a traditional actress. So then, when we watched it, I assumed the best friend role was. Oh, I, I I probably assumed him and Gene Kelly were like old buddies in real life. Mm-hmm. Like like he was like, let me bring my friend in to be the other role, so me and him could like do it the old school way, and right? Then we'll do some stuff with her. That's what that was my assumption. I see. So I, I'm surprised that they were both a little bit green. So
0: I love that you said that because gene kelly actually pulled donald aside and was like listen like the story calls for these kids growing up together and performing together their whole lives so their movements should be the same their dance styles should be the same and they should do everything together so like he made it a point to make sure like you know from the fiddle song to like even turning the same way like donald was talking about like oh man i turn to the left when i dance what if gene kelly turns to the right like i don't know if i could do this movie (laughs) like you know like so like from the i've I'm glad that that translated uh to camera for you like yeah they needed to pretend like they'd known each other their whole lives for sure to pull this movie off yeah yeah. and um i know that you got a little bit of a background on like the debbie reynolds of it all um before we dive in i i think it i should call out i came across um sort of like an oscar oscar video that has gene kelly's ex-wife sort of like clearing the air of like some of the rumors that like had gone on around this movie, uh-huh. like the whole Gene not wanting Debbie Reynolds to be in this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: In her like speech, she basically said, and I don't know if this is true, but I mean, it's it was on the Oscars YouTube channel, so I want to say that it's true. Um, but that Gene did want her to do the movie, but he was like, the, basically, the sense that I got is that uh, he wanted her to be in this movie because they, he liked her acting. Like everyone liked. Um, her acting um stanley who's the other the Uh co-director was the one who questioned her dancing and apparently like gene was like you know like i'll teach her because he has this experience with like bringing up he's a choreographer and a dance teacher so like he was like i could i'll teach her how to do it so apparently there was no like real like not wanting her to be a part of this movie but there certainly was a lot of like hard training and yelling oh and yeah perfectionism going on
1: honestly it made me laugh because like how bubbly and nice this movie was <laughs> i was like yo as soon as they're behind the scenes it's not like, this. like <laughs> nope i'm especially thinking of the uh what's his name rk the guy who runs the studio yes yeah like that guy like i was like that guy's not that nice <laughs> like like whoever he's supposed to be in real life like mm. you're not he's just this guy's like a sweet like fatherly figure right I was like, the dudes who ran the studios back in the 50s. No, not even the 50s, the 20s. In the 20s, Oh, yeah. my God. Might as well be fucking slave labor. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I cannot wait to dive into this movie. Um, do you have any, like, pre movie questions before we dive in? No way. Okay. And, uh, folks, I am going to forego. Uh, a spoiler section <laughs> spoil. yeah there's no nothing to spoil i they think they
1: sing th- and they dance guys
0: they sing they dance you know that there there's this transition from the the silent movies to the talkies so like that's really it um so we're just gonna talk about this movie
1: can't have a spoiler section when the film starts with three people in <laughs> raincoats in the rain saying the words singing in the rain. Right. When that's the movie. It's like, we, we, they hit their, they let you know, like, look, we're already at the, we're done with the story for right at the start. We sang in the rain. Yeah. Now let's tell a different story. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I think one of the things that make a movie successful for me, and I think for you too, is when it has multiple layers and it's not just telling a single story one way. Uh huh. This movie starts out with so many things going on. You have this a Hollywood premiere. You have a star that we're introduced to, and then you're introduced to his backstory right off the top. Like, I think that there's just so much going on that you're like, "What is this world? Yeah, and I want to just yeah,
1: no, I agree between the the premiere, the seeing the clips of the silent film. Them coming up and talking about it. Like it's a it's it is a very fast paced kind of intro yeah. to this world. And
0: and Donald giving us sort of his like Hollywood version of his like how I made it story.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was kind of funny where he's he's very uh optimistic and like kind of paints this picture of this really like idyllic childhood where, where it's, it was very easy for him to get success, so then we go back and like everything was kinda rough. And, <laughs> but it's all played for humor. It's not yeah. you're not supposed to like feel bad. You're supposed to laugh. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I really appreciate it. And I think that, you know, I was surprised how much they made fun of themselves, like in terms of like Hollywood, like the red carpet and just like, you know, nobody being inter- interested in the, in the best friend of, you know, the famous guy, of you course, know, yeah, but like, yeah. obviously he's super talented and behind the music. Like it just like, it's, it's a great, it's a great way to portray Hollywood in the most comedic fashion.
1: Yeah. I mean, they the whole idea of this going from, you know, sound to talkies is that like, they're glamorizing the star who has no talent behind it. <laughs> so it's like that with the best friend in him, but it's more so embodied with whatever her name is. What's the woman's name? Uh, Lena. Yeah. Lena Lamont. Yeah. So that's it with Lena where like she's clearly she can't she can't really act. She can silent act, but she uh, she, she do not even want to let her speak. <laughs> yeah. But everyone idolizes her like she's the greatest thing since sliced bolognese. Right right Right. (laughs)
0: slice baloney i thought if i said
1: something different you'd call me out and you're like right
0: (laughs) i think i want to sort of break the story because i think there's a conversation to be had about the musical numbers on it on their own like they stand alone (laughs) there's a lot to talk about and then the story i think is like some we could sort of separate it you know
1: what i mean let's knock the story out because it's not yeah it's not that long i agree What uh? What do you got for me? Well, (laughs) what you got? Well, actually, no. I have a question for you. Unless you have something to start. Sure. I'm sure the answer to the first question is no, but. Have you seen The Jazz Singer or have you did you even know that The Jazz Singer was a real movie?
0: Okay, I know The Jazz Singer is a real movie. Uh-huh. Um, I it was mentioned in a film class I took.
1: Oh, okay, I didn't know if you just thought it was a fake f- movie within this no, movie. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But
0: now like this movie reminded me that I should probably watch The Jazz Singer. Have you watched it?
1: Uh yeah, in school I did. Um I think you're fine not seeing it. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's one of the most famous scenes of uh, blackface and ever, but outside oh, of that. great. It's hilarious because it has nothing <laughs> to do with the story. Um, oh, gee. Okay.
0: Uh, let's throw a blackface in there for the crowd. Well, he's...
1: It's the story is he's a Jewish man who becomes a jazz singer, so like in order to like fully sing oh, jazz, he has to put the black face I on. Hate it. But I'm it's not, not it's not even it. discussed as far I, I could be wrong, I haven't watched it in almost ten years, but from what I remember it's not discussed at all. Like it's like like never once is it even a problem. Like never does he go like someone go like, Hey man, you know, so it's just like, he just shows up in the last act and it's just like full blackface Al Jolson. Great. And um, But what's funny is the way this movie talks about it is it's not, there's only sound in the last chunk of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a fully silent film and then at the end when he becomes the jazz singer and sings it breaks out into sound and that's why interesting like you'd argue it's even cooler that way because it blew people's fucking minds because people weren't watching you know talkie pictures and then all of a sudden that came out and they were just like he's singing like you know like you watch this whole movie about a guy trying to become a singer it's silent so it's a little underwhelming and all of a sudden he sings Mm. that's crazy so it's it's a very important movie in cinema but it's a little i'm not gonna compare it to birth of a nation because that's a whole (sighs) other set of animals set of animals i don't know what kind of (laughs) phrases i'm making up I'm I'm coining them. Every new phrase is a coined th- thought of phrase. Copyright. I, I have it on a list here, and I'm actually trying them out for the first time, so they're not oh me my fucking God. up. So that's a bag of animals. And uh, <laughs> you should probably watch like clips of it, but I do remember like as a whole. It's probably not gonna blow your mind. It's uh. Gotcha. Yeah, he's uh he's like. Extremely Jewish and like his family's rabbis. His dad's a rabbi. Like they're like Hasidic, or -hmm. I don't even know if that's the word you would have used back then. I'm
0: surprised you made it through the beginning of the movie without falling asleep. Class, I don't
1: know. (laughs) I mean, I thought I didn't sleep in class, but like I don't know. What do you want from me? Yeah, and then he he wants to become a singer and not be a rabbi, and that's like the whole Uh, the whole thing of the movie. And then it breaks out the sound, but in Singing in the Rain, they talk about it. They're like, they made a whole talkie picture. The jazz singer, it's never been done. And I was just like, it's not a whole talkie picture. Mm. Like. It's yeah, like, I was under the I don't remember how long it movie. is but I've uh, it's only one song so what five six minutes of, of sound I see I could be wrong I, again it's been 10 years I didn't look into it so right 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 this is your movie cited I don't do research we, yeah we, we,
0: I didn't I didn't I admittedly did not really yeah. dig into that that portion that much
1: Al Goodbye
2: don't
1: cry little that takes me away from you you don't know just how
0: sad it makes me but yeah, i love i love that you know at one point in the movie the head of the studio is like ah talking pictures like it's a it's gonna come and go yeah. and then he comes into the studio like the next day and he's like i told you talking pictures were the next thing yeah <laughs> love the hollywood of it all
1: no i totally agree yeah it's like the hypocrisy of it all where like these studio execs have never have no idea what works and what doesn't so right. they always just kind of run co- copy trends yeah if anyone tries something different they're crazy but then the minute it works let's all do it you yeah, know, yeah, yeah that's a funny critique of hollywood like you could you could going apply that to any era you know what I mean? right exactly. including up up to it, including today you yes know?
0: i am curious did you suspect that uh lena's character was going to sound the way she did because i honestly like wasn't even I thought there was certainly, like, drama between the two in the movie, but I didn't think that they would keep her character from talking in front of an audience because of her voice. So when that hits and yeah. you hear her voice for the first time, I was laughing I, out loud. Yeah,
1: I mean, I had a feeling it was going to be bad because <laughs> as soon as they don't let her speak, I'm like, there's a reason she shouldn't be speaking. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew it was going to be bad, but I wasn't expecting the... I, I can't even do a good thing. Yeah, what's the matter, doll? <laughs> like, you know, I, I can't do a good... Uh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that made me giggle my, my note was that this voice is hysterical. So, yeah, we we're following this transitional era from, you know, talkies to sound. And, you know, it's been, obviously, so long since sound's been invented that we don't even con- consider it as, like, something that wouldn't be there. But, like, this era, there's a reason. There's a couple of movies that, like, that focus on this. Was like, it ended so many careers mm-hmm. because... It, it's this movie plays it all for laughs, but like it's a whole different acting style. Yeah, like the second you, it, it's it's closer to like pantomime and like miming when you're in a silent film because everything has to be over the top, exaggerated movements. They talk about it with him like in his fight scenes, like it's all you know big windups, big hits, like flying through the air, as opposed to any sort of realism or you know it's 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 interesting. It's like how they um debbie reynolds character she's she's obsessed with the theater because she considers that more true acting because that's like shakespeare and it's about the spoken word and how you how you say it as opposed to his kind of acting where it's all just like it's a big spectacle it's just like yeah so it's it's interesting i agree I, i i'd have to look into it but i know i would say the majority of silent era stars didn't transition over
0: and actually i did find that you know a lot of these characters are based on real people like from the executive to like lena lena lamont Uh um i didn't Leave, put their names here because i knew neither I, I neither of us would know who these people were but it, they were based on you know loosely based yeah, on yeah. real people but yeah you know you have the you have the on-screen transition from like silent to sound you know like you you just mentioned the acting style and blah 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 is different but also the technicalities of getting uh actors to feed into the mic and like know where they're where to direct it's my, it's their sound
1: that's my favorite scene in the yeah movie, so and, I, I mean it just it just rang true <laughs> i'm a sound guy so like i <laughs> Yeah, I was right there with them and I felt the frustrations of, of getting you know getting rustling on the mic and you know this happens
0: yeah I really did appreciate you know like everything from like the heartbeat yeah. you know because the mic is too close to her chest to like, yeah, like just... they're
1: not sure where to put it so like first they hide it in the plant but then she keeps looking away <laughs> so the whole time she's talking you just kind of hear it like this where it comes in and out of the mic because her head is turning away as she's talking and it's kind of driving the whole people crazy kind of like you right now yes
0: <laughs> I, I knew that that would resonate with you yeah, like that, that scene was, in particular i do i'm glad anything.
1: as much as i've like known little bits of this movie and you some of the songs and you've seen the set pieces i've never seen this scene like i, I was there was a real it was a hoot and that direct i feel like the guy who plays the film director's famous i, I don't know who oh, really he is, but like i don't know he's got that face like is it uh no, nah, I don't know who it is.
0: His name is Douglas Fowley. No, nah, I don't know. Um, he was an American television actor. He, oh my God, he was in more than two hundred and forty films. Okay, yeah, and I, dozens I, of television programs. I had
1: to have seen him in something. I you could just the way his face moved. I was like,
0: I mean, two hundred and forty films. You've probably seen one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but he was he was pretty silly. I, I I think just the the comedy of of it all like throughout the film is so fantastic even from the story you know you have this romantic story between Kathy Seldon who is this up-and-coming actress in Hollywood who appreciates the theater and b- between her and Donald you know there there's just this initial clash of her challenging him because you know up to this point everyone praises him um thinks he's amazing and she's just like the first one to be like hey guy like you're not all that you know <laughs> Um, so I really loved uh, that their love story kind of stems from, like, her being truthful and honest with him and not really, like, 100% knew- knowing who he was at- in the beginning.
1: Well, I agree it's that in the beginning, but then I do f- kind of feel like uh, the movie throws it, it away. Because yeah. A, she admits she knew exactly who he was and she's seen all those movies. yeah. So she was lying there. And then B, like... Yeah, she does call him out on it. But like like you said earlier, there's almost no conflict in the movie. He, the transition for him is no problem. Like, <laughs> like he gets a couple speech classes. Like, he's just like, he gets it. Like Right. Uh, and so he kind of is as great as, as everyone's telling him early on. And then um, the second that her initial conflict goes over, like, him and... Uh, Lena? No, Debbie Reynolds. What's her name? Uh, Kathy? Yeah, him and Kathy, like, they're just peaches and cream for the rest of the movie like there's no problems even because they were super supportive (laughs) they love each other they they stay up all night talking and singing till the morning
0: that's true good morning but i will say like you know one of the threats that lena's character gives to donald is that you know like she's an up-and-coming actress and she's just after you for you know, your fame to get up, which I think is necessarily, it is true for like maybe some actresses at this time. But, um, you know, I do think that I, I like all of these side pockets of stories in addition to the silent talk, uh, versus talkies of it all. Like you have an actress who is jealous of another actress who threatens her, her career right
1: yeah well that's her career her fake love life because right for publicity sake the studio acts like they're dating because they're both the leads in all that movies yes and then she just kind of let herself believe it and then gene kelly's like take a hike right <laughs> so, so i love is. how
0: she reads the tabloid and then she's like oh i'm in a relationship yeah
1: yeah yeah. like she's she's like the ultimate airhead actress like she's <laughs> just like you know st- Stupid dumb.
0: <laughs> hey, what's the big idea? <laughs> Am I stupid or something? <laughs> it's ridiculous. She totally deserved that nomination, uh, for an Oscar. That's yeah. amazing. But I think I think the biggest portion of the story that the film tackles is obviously like they make this final. They're they're working on a silent picture during this talky emergence, and the silent picture they they quickly figure out they need to turn it into a talkie. Yeah. It's a disaster. And, like, you know, they see the end of their career and the studio in jeopardy. And so they decide to turn this into a talkie musical Um, by, like, removing all of the bad parts, putting the musical numbers in, and just dubbing Lena's character throughout with Kathy's voice. Yeah. And what I found really interesting, and I didn't know this, is that... You know Kathy's character obviously dubs Lena Lamont's singing and uh, singing and talking voice in the film. Debbie Reynolds' singing voice was dubbed for the movie oh, <laughs> *Singing in the Rain* uh, by Betty Betty Noice. Or noise. N- yeah. <laughs> <Betty>, noise. <laughs> a noise. Yeah, she is the singing voice and she wasn't credited in singing in the rain for dubbing Debbie. Yeah. So it's kinda like uh, what's going on here? <laughs> what are we trying to
1: Shame on you. Right. Studio.
0: And I love it. This is a
1: studio talking about like thirty years earlier being like, wasn't shit fucked up back then? And I'm like
0: still doing it. <laughs> you're still doing it. Yo, and get this.
1: Yo, why did they hire Debbie w- if you know, she can't sing or dance? There's not a lot of acting going on outside of the singing right. and the dancing. Right. And
0: she's super young. It's not like she's had like 10 years of a career. Like she was 19, I think. Was
1: she really? Yeah. In
0: Whoa. this movie. So she was like young and upcoming. So they just really loved her.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yo, and get this. Lena Lamont is played by Gene Hagen. Debbie yeah. Reynolds' character, Kathy, her her talking voice for Lena is actually Gene's actual talking voice. So Lena I, you lost me
1: <laughs> two corners ago. You made a lot of I'm sorry, I, I, I I'm sorry, so, I'm sorry. So so
0: Kathy dubs Lena Lamont's talking voice. In the move in the in the in the talkie, yes. Kathy dubs Lena Lamont's yes. talking voice. Yes. Kathy's ta- talking voice is actually dubbed by the actress who plays Lena. So essentially Lena Lamont is her talking voice in the talkie is the act- the actress's real voice
1: oh oh okay so gene hagen
0: is her talking lena lamont's talking voice
1: so long story short debbie reynolds didn't do much
0: I guess you could say that. I think they cast it because she Yo, was hot. so the-, the <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, I,
1: I hate to say it. I just, like, what else is she doing there? Yeah, because, like, young, I was like, hot. wait,
0: are you serious? So, she's like- gorgeous
1: in the movie. Yeah. I, you know, like, she's got that going, but, like, if she's not dancing- she, I mean, she's dancing for sure, but, like, she, yeah. she, she didn't come to the table with her. Dancing. Her
0: tap dancing was also dubbed. Wait, what? <laughs> so, like the clicks, like she's doing the movements, obviously. Yeah, you but, like, see that yeah,
1: but she's not getting like the proper yeah, placement to yeah, get yeah. the sound. Yeah. Interesting. So, like, I thought that oh, was proper, hilarious. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they thought her voice was too, like, Midwestern. Next thing you tell for- me,
1: you're going to tell me, Carrie Fisher didn't go to space in Star Wars. Yeah, so right. like, don't tell me that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that was crazy. I don't know if Jean was yeah. even credited for doing her own voice.
1: Uh, yeah, sorry for the uh, listener that I couldn't fucking figure <laughs> out the who dubbed who for, like, three minutes. I
0: will say that it was a little confusing. Like, if you don't know the names, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I cu- I could have uh, explained but that a little bananas. better yeah but yeah i mean i i didn't realize like it makes sense to me that her tap dancing was dubbed but yeah i i i do think like just from the story that this movie tells of like the dubbing of the voices it's so ironic it's that like yeah
1: the fact that <laughs> she's not credited for dubbing the singing voice right so it's it's not it's funny but it's like not funny yeah. but it's fun
0: the cherry on top is apparently in debbie reynolds memoir she like misspells betty's name like in the publication Ooh. so like it's not it's like even like an extra diss. Like, yeah what's
1: the name <laughs> i always wanted to read carrie fisher's books oh yeah she has like two or three uh... they're supposedly really good memoirs
0: yo so you know how debbie and carrie like they died like a day apart yeah how is there no like fan theory that like they're actually the same person
1: Sounds insane oh okay how, how would they <laughs> <laughs> like Fisher's could, nineteen in Star Wars. How could she I know, but like, this? what if
0: she's like this crazy like mutant that uh, doesn't age, but she like puts on makeup and then pretends she has a daughter, and then has two movie careers.
1: Oh, Are we watched Twilight <laughs> What is this? Get out of here.
0: All right. Um. But yeah, I think <laughs> <same> Storm- so first. <laughs> It could. I think that's all I wanted to cover story-wise, um, unless you had any other questions.
1: Uh, only that uh, it's hilarious that the amount that they have to do to fix this movie, they they don't get it. What do they have, two weeks? Yeah. They, they have two weeks to turn an entirely finished movie into a musical, and then you see what's what the musical's going to be. He can't do that in two weeks. <laughs> You can't even prep that in two weeks. Like, it's insane. Yeah, like, it's,
0: the dance numbers, but, like...
1: Yeah, it's, it's not this kind of movie, but it just made me laugh at someone in production. I'm like, you're not, you're not making that. All yeah. those changes, like, there was huge dance numbers of, like, 40, 50, you know, people in the ensemble, and uh, everyone has costumes and brand new sets. Uh, yeah,
0: there's so. no way.
1: But uh, it was funny. Cool. That's all I want to say. Was that that it made me giggle? Awesome. I want to talk about these songs.
0: I do want to talk about these songs. Um,
1: I'll tell you one thing. I didn't... that It, it wasn't until Make Them Laugh I didn't even realize this. I didn't know this was a traditional musical because everything... Uh, I'm going to use the film terms that, that I learned a million years ago. The okay. diegetic versus non-diegetic sound. Ooh. So the uh, all the songs before that were diegetic where it's like there were songs in the movie. So mm. like, like Debbie Reynolds pops out of a cake and then those chorus girls sing to those guys. Right. Like it's always... Songs within the world, so I was. That's what I thought this was, and then it when Make Him Laugh threw me off because I didn't realize that it was a musical where like it just you have to suspend belief. Right, right, right. Uh, where like nobody was actually like he wasn't really performing that in that sense. Yeah. you know what I mean. It,
0: it is confusing. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I, I I didn't. It was a long time in because I was like the fourth or fifth musical mm, number. So I was like, oh shit, this is actually a musical.
0: Yeah um i don't know if you want to go in order or we could just kick it off with make them laugh
1: yeah sure whatever you want to do
0: i think i said what i wanted to say about fit as a fiddle earlier with like them being like as close as brothers like they're literally close in that number yeah i do think that it's worth knowing uh donald tells like a hilarious story about that number in particular in that they started filming the same day that they just finished moses supposes which I don't know if you remember that's the dialogue the oh, yeah, dialect no. coach yeah, yeah. dance number and you know they've been running this dance number millions and millions of times so like to to finish that reset and do a fiddle fit as a fiddle right after like Donald's like I was so tired but like I didn't want to disappoint Gene I didn't want to complain about it I didn't want him to like get angry at me so I kept going and they kept doing it over and over again and during a cut Gene was like let me look at your fiddle and like the stick was like three quarters of an inch shorter than his and he was like god damn it this is why this number is not working slammed it on the ground and left the set uh-huh. and everyone was like oh crap like what are we gonna do and like they were waiting for like an hour and Donald was like i went to his dressing room and like just to check on him i was like and then he opened the door you know Jean's like come in and Jean's like has his foot up like he's resting and he's like man I'm just tired like ah, I, I just didn't want to do it anymore yeah, but like yeah. he didn't want the crew to know that he was tired so like he threw a fit on purpose that's mad funny. and he was like oh thank god I'm tired too yeah. and they just did it the next day
1: uh, like, that's how it was back in the day like they'd rather they'd rather know you were a maniac than like weak you know yeah. what I mean like you couldn't <laughs> it's like the opposite now everyone would be like take your mental health space you know what <laughs> I mean but, like, <laughs>
0: exactly I mean it the vibe that I got and now I really want to read um the biography that was written a few years ago about gene kelly but like from what i've gathered he was a true perfectionist and never truly really liked like seeing himself on the screen which is insane because I think he is perfect like in his numbers like every single thing in this movie is perfect nice right so like I uh, I don't really understand that criticism of himself like that must stem from something much deeper but like the actors including Demi Reynolds like they talk about how they're able to get away with a lot when they do their solo numbers right but like once you're once you have to do a number with Gene next to you it's a completely different story because you have to get to the same level as he is yeah like when they're doing good morning and all three of them are dancing they did that like hundreds of times and debbie's notably like said that her feet were bleeding and she had to get carried off the set after wow. that so like it's like yeah like you said like all the smiles like oh yeah that's... they're they're acting
1: yeah oh yeah
0: <laughs> and from make them like to go back to make them laugh like even donald had to be like in a hospital bed for a few days after after that number because I mean, I mean, like, he, he was so in injured and, and, like,
1: and like he like flips exhausted. and tables and shit
0: i mean admittedly like it's noted that he would smoke like four packs of cigarettes a day <laughs> so like that didn't help yeah but like it is a crazy number and what i learned was uh in between takes like on set like donald would like entertain some of, like, Gene's assistants and stuff. Like, you know, just making people laugh, like, yeah. off the set. And he would do, like, all these hilarious things, including, like, something with the dummy doll that we see in this number. Uh-huh. And so his assistants were like, yo, that's hilarious. So Gene had his assistants, like, write down all the funny things that he would do during the off-takes. And then they ended up compiling that into this number. That's so that's awesome. just a compilation of stuff you would do off-cam. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was that was a pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, you know, you have Fit as a Fiddle. You have... And I'll, I'll admittedly, like, sort of mention my <laughs> my favorites. Um, you know, you have All I Do Is Dream of You, which is when Kathy comes out of the cake and yeah. they do that, like, that cute girl Z number. Mm-hmm. You have um, Make Him Laugh, the beautiful girl montage. I don't know if you want to talk about that real quick.
1: Yeah. Weird. <laughs> it was starting to lose me a little bit right around there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so That one started off, I forgot that we were watching the movie they started when they started showing off all the different outfits of the girls yeah i was literally like like i i was like <laughs> a, i for half a second my brain switched and i was like is this i I'm sorry let me take that back i didn't forget we we're watching a movie but i thought in the movie we were watching like an ad for a department store and <laughs> i was like why are we watching an ad for a department store and i was like oh wait no this is a song and i was like this is crazy yeah um it was weird and kind of long and it reminded <laughs> me of uh the weird bride song from Funny Girls, yes, yeah. that's exactly the vibe it gives like, off. It was just like, What are we? It just really takes a detour, yeah, yeah. I'm a Zickfield girl, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, it was like awful, but it was just like long and it went kind of yeah. like out of nowhere.
0: I, I, I wrote down like you saying, What the hell is this? like yeah. after the
1: third girl, <laughs> well, yeah, I thought they were gonna like do three to five, and then we got to like seven or eight, and I was just like, And this one likes tennis on a sporty day, and it's like, What do we doing take this one to your mother's funeral or whatever it's like i don't know what we're doing
0: well i mean i don't know if i'll make you feel better that i don't think this number was originally gonna be in this movie rita marino was in this movie um it's so funny because she's credited at the top like when we watched it together and i was like where the hell was rita marino in this movie um but she was you know she isn't she's one of those actor actresses that I, I think she's, like, um, the one that ends up telling Lena that Kathy is dubbing her. Yeah. But Rita's was supposed to have a solo that would be in this section, um, but it ended up getting cut, so it, you got beautiful girls. So, the, so they
1: added nine more beautiful girls to the beautiful girls? Yep. Beautiful girls. So can... It's not as weird as the bride song. Swan yeah. bride? What was it called? Is it? It wasn't Swan bride. Uh... I could tell you that. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it? Wasn't it supposed to be like a beautiful swan? And then they were like, "You're a duckling." You know, I can't have my swan be a duck.
0: I, I think you're confusing stories. No, it was supposed to be this beautiful bride song, but then Fanny changes it.
1: Okay, I thought it.
0: But it's not anything to do with the swan. I thought it was like or swan ugly bride. duckling. No, and then he's like, "You're a duck
1: bride, you ugly duck."
0: What? <laughs> 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 what movie?
1: Is I don't that? think I remember Funny Girl that much. <laughs>
0: Oh man. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um okay, so you have this the beautiful ballads like you were meant for me when they when Gene Kelly takes her to this beautiful stage, turns on the lights and like builds a scene. Yeah,
1: Hollywood style.
0: I think that is not only shows the cool like what a stage can do but like just very broadway to me like building a scene together in front of your eyes yeah and just the lighting too it just i love how it all falls together if it's
1: just a theme of like this this movie is like a inside look of how movies are made you know what i mean right not really but you know what i mean
0: (laughs) I don't know if this is true, but you know how there's a ladder in that scene? Yeah. Apparently, like, Debbie Reynolds was chewing gum, and they were like, rolling! And she put a piece of gum on the ladder, specifically where Gene Kelly, like, puts leans his head on, and so he had gum in his hair, and he was very upset.
1: <laughs> I got him. It's uh, like, why
0: would you stick your gum on the ladder?
1: Why are you chewing gum? <laughs> yeah, I why are you chewing seen. gum? <laughs>
0: She wanted to have fresh breath, I guess. Um, yeah, so you have You Are My Lucky Star, Moses Supposes, yeah. um, Jesus Christ, that, that number. I'm Again, I'm taken aback by how I'm sort of like you where I thought Donald before my research was like this same level or even above Gene Kelly yeah, yeah. or like
1: the very least like framed under him you know like right. maybe like if he was younger he's like apprentice or something
0: which I think you could say after this film like he is truly Gene Kelly's apprentice yeah, yeah. but like they had to be in such synchronization for that um, they considered this number the hardest to shoot or the hardest number of all the movie on top of singing in the rain. Like they were like, no, this one was harder. So I, and, and I will say Moses supposes I've watched the most in my life. Oh,
1: nice. I always, I just like a dumb thought where like, I would love at the end of each musical number. We just get like a minute more of the scene. I'm just like, after Moses supposes, I'm just the guy being like, dude, it's supposed to be like a language (laughs) class. Like you guys went way too far. Like like, like, just by the end of it, I'd be like, what are you, you guys are paying me. You know that, right? (laughs) Or like after make him laugh, like like after all that, did he just get up and he's like, "Want to get some lunch?" Or yeah. Like like after he's like throwing himself off fucking the roofs and shit. Yeah, like, ah, it's funny.
0: Freaking backflips. Yeah, big yeah. guy, calm down. To- the true spider. They should have casted him as Spider Man.
1: When? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when? <laughs> when? <laughs> In oh 2001, god. 2001 when they made the movie.
0: Um, you've got good <laughs> good morning which we already talked about really but just like you know how that song ends when they climb on the couch and they land and they
1: giggle
0: yeah and they giggle like that alone they did like 40 times like just to give you an idea of like how many on tops of on top of weeks of rehearsals yeah. before they even get to the set. It's just I, Debbie was Debbie cried a lot during the making of Singing in the Rain. Um, there's this one story I came across where apparently, like one time Fred Astaire visited set and found her crying under a piano <laughs> and offered to help her with her dance moves. Whoa. You know, like stuff like that. Yeah, it got yeah. really hard for Debbie. <laughs>
1: Damn.
0: Which I mean, you're you're in literally in between Gene and Donald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got Good Morning. Would you? Singing in the rain obviously The
1: classic That's uh, got a little taste of that right now
2: Cause I'm sing-ing-ing in the rain I'm in the rain I'm sing-ing-ing in the rain ain, ain. I'm sing-ing-ing in the rain
0: Oh come on <laughs>
1: ah, So good <laughs> You would But anyway All right, no, I'm sorry. Here's the real
2: one I'm sing-ing-ing in the rain ain, ain. I'm ing in the rain Ah, it's Miss okay, <laughs> Why do I let you
0: do this? I edit these. All
2: right.
0: Okay, so we all know the real singing yeah, in the rain.
1: I, I will put it in this somewhere in this episode. Just so I don't be a dick. <laughs> okay, just cool. I just had to do that.
0: I mean, do you, what do you got to say? Because I'll just keep talking about it. <laughs>
1: uh, I just was thinking of the logistics of filming this thing with the rain machine like that. Mm. I just That's got to yeah uh (laughs)
0: they filmed this for hours it was filmed during the day under a black tarp Uh (laughs) and or you know in the morning um they act the crew actually ended up losing water pressure at points when like people in the area were just you know putting their sprinklers on to water their lawns like they were using a lot of water but yeah i think even like the logistics to Even the way that they would dig holes in like the cement that they would make for these sets. So that way you're getting puddles at certain areas with certain timings. Yeah,
1: wow, I didn't even think of that.
0: Yeah, so they they were curating every element of the scene. Um, I always found it fascinating that Gene Kelly would be dancing in the rain, but like the rain never seemed to truly penetrate what he was wearing. Yeah. And I learned that he was wearing a wool suit. So I think that had something to do with it, with, with it. But as we all know, like when you wet wool, it shrinks. So yeah, yeah. he had to deal with that on top of getting a fever because of shooting this multiple times. Yeah, so yeah. he was pretty, pretty ill after shooting I, yeah. this.
1: Even resetting, like it would probably just take like a full hour just to get like out of everything fully dry into a new set. Yeah. You know?
0: And I didn't know this too. And it makes sense why we see the three main leads singing "Singing in the rain at the top of the movie. Yeah. The The original idea was for all three of them to be included in that number. But I, I, I forget why they ended up making it just Gene, but I think just the choreography and how it ended up you know complimenting the story it ended up being a solo yeah yeah number
1: i care they probably just thought of a headache of doing it with three people like, so <laughs> how hard it was with one they were like that's not yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> let's uh not do let's that.
1: leave that be
0: but yeah that that number is just just a beautiful one um and um i i guess uh two two last things on singing in the rain is apparently for years there was a rumor that they used milk like they added milk to the rain so you could better see the rain falling during the scene Uh-huh. and that is complete myth yeah <laughs> like the, they were like no it's good lighting and cinematography yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> not adding milk to the rain oh that's
1: hilarious
0: <laughs> um and the last thing is that i thought i admittedly thought that it was one take but it's not no nah, no nah. um this there a, there are a lot of scenes in this movie where I think it is one take. Or this, it, yeah, like, the whole mo-
1: it's tons of long takes. Which you know me, yeah, <mwah>, I love it. Yeah, yeah, you
0: talk about we we were just talking about it on It Man. Yeah, yeah. With the fighting, and I think the same with dancing. Like, yeah, you like, know a true dancer. It's
1: yeah, it's so much more impressive to see the performer do it. You know, one one long uninterrupted thing, mm-hmm. and when you cut it, you just it's hard to for me at least to believe that I'm watching a person do it and not just like being told they're doing it through editing yeah so it's yeah i love it i love the long long takes
0: you get it all in this movie and then the last piece uh is this broadway melody and i'd love to know your thoughts on that section yeah
1: yeah so that's uh that was the one thing i've been wanting to bring up kind of didn't work for me i'll be honest every part of it works as an individual set piece like i think there's some dope shit going on in it I just think, like, from watching a the pers- perspective of watching a movie with, like, three acts, its placement is weird. Like, I think it's, like, it comes right when we're dealing towards the climax of a story where I kind of was interested in a lot of other things that were happening, and then we take this detour, mm. and then it's, like, incredibly, like, long. And it, it was so long that, to me, it came off as just, like, almost an excuse to have all these different elaborate dance numbers set pieces Cameos and variety, but without actually having to like work it into the story in a nar in like a fluid way Mm -hmm. or a natural way, and so it was more because for those who haven't seen it, it's kind of it's Gene Kelly's character going to the head of the studio and explaining how they're going to turn dancing cavaliers into a musical right and he goes yeah uh so we're gonna do this it's gonna take place in modern day but he's gonna get hit in the head so that's how we'll have the flashbacks and it's all making sense he's like and then the last number is gonna be this Mm -hmm. and he went on for like a long time and i even wrote i was like in my notes i wrote the dancing cavaliers is gonna be a mess (laughs) this 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 ending makes no sense these dance numbers are disconnected and insane Mm -hmm. and so i was just like it lost me as a mo- person watching a movie about people trying to make a movie. Because now I was like, the movie they're making doesn't make any goddamn sense.
2: Right.
1: I'm willing to just blend the six weeks thing. But also, I was like, you're not doing all that in six weeks. Right. And then uh, on top of that, like I was kind of invested in Lena being kind of this villain who's trying to take down Debbie Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And how they're going to get her. And this and that. And then like this thing. I don't know. I didn't do the time code. But it seemed like 18 minutes. Like, it at- was pretty long. Yeah. And so... If all the dance numbers themselves in it are good and impressive and I think on their own I'd like them I just think by stringing them in one big bunch and putting them right at the middle of the third act when like things are getting a little juicy mm-hmm. they could have found other ways to I don't know how but disperse this a little bit. So right. I don't dislike it I just I, I was I was into the movie and then this made me a little I got a little yawny by the end of it. I was like let's wrap this up that's fair uh, With the got to dance story line. like I just didn't I didn't understand the story they were telling me. Yeah. So um, sorry, I'm done. You can no, t- no. Tell me what it is.
0: <laughs> well, I had to do my own research because I, I think I have a bit more of a tolerance for a scene or a section like this than you do. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have to agree with you. Like to an extent, I was like, this is probably who he really wanted to cast as Kathy. You know, like the dancer yeah. he's paired with. I don't. I didn't come across any research to prove that that was the case.
1: Because I, I wrote, too, I go, I don't like this end bit. Who is this lady? I feel like there could be plot happening here. Because, like, right. there's, it's, like, it's so long. And it's, like, he's, like, professing love to her and, like, all this yeah. stuff. And I was just, like, who the fuck is this? Like, because <laughs> like, in my head, I was, like, why isn't this Debbie Reynolds? Or Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or something. like yeah at least like because this could be his fantasy version of it where it is the woman he loves and then even though in the real movie it can't be her but like right it was just him being like yo fuck debbie let's get somebody in here who i actually like working with you know so, i don't know if that's true but that's what i got th- the sense
0: so i'm just gonna read this so i came across something that said the scene is meant to represent a turning point in don's ability to reveal his emotions and internal crisis about his dramatic ability so it's supposed to be sort of, like, this real... Um, it's also supposed to be just, like, a real depiction or a true depiction of his comeuppance in Hollywood, like, what he had to do, like, going door-to-door. Door yeah. And um, sort of, like...
1: Dance. Whether he
0: would sell his soul, like, for for what he loved, like, the mobster things. Like, I think that's a bit of a stretch in, like, what
2: we saw. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or if it is, it's just this too... You know, I'm always, I always yeah. hate when things are too, uh, like, when they're not nuanced enough. That's like, too nuanced. <laughs> but it's like, God, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, like,
0: like that's not <laughs> the, the story yeah. I got. Um,
1: gotta dance. I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I,
0: yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I
1: a, yeah, yeah.
0: That's one of my quotes that I'm trying to get out there. <laughs> yeah, it's what you think. <laughs> When you're excited. <laughs> but this dancer, Sid Carice, uh, is, I think you could tell that she's much. Taller than Gene <laughs> Kelly, especially with heels on. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I found interesting, if we're just gonna break away what the story is supposed to be uh-huh. and just look at the art and the choreography and the dancing, yeah. In my research, I, it seems that they choreographed it so that way she's always like sort of hunched or like is always doing something, so they look the same height, uh, which I thought was interesting.
1: I mean, when you get the reveal with the leg, it's a yeah, it's a mighty long leg.
0: That is a very long leg. Um, <laughs> And just I think if I'm going to note a bit of perfection in a film, I will have to say it's the ballet that's in the middle of the sequence Uh with the long cloth
1: yeah that was cool
0: yo is the cloth a paid actor like what
1: the hell that thing yeah it looked like it was following choreography i was like how did they get it to do exactly what they yeah. wanted it to do and that's what i mean by like i liked all like uh, if you showed me any of this is just like a in, in separate two three minute chunks i'd be like yeah. very impressive but i just was getting bored like by like by, by that point i was like this thing is just floating around like yeah. it I was, was like i'm losing, I'm losing i know it. like i wanted some story i was like checking my coffee cup for a little extra sip <laughs>
0: Uh, this scene or this number cost $600,000. In and,
1: 52 money.
0: And Yeah. And it took a month to rehearse and two weeks to shoot. I Jeez. think it's perfection. This is like the equivalent of a Broadway number. And the the fact that they shot it in two weeks, I think. And just that, again, that breeze with the fan and the cloth is just... I don't know how they were able to accomplish that.
1: Yeah, it's it's very impressive yeah. from like a technical standpoint.
0: Yeah, she did say like the amount of wind in the studio like made her lose her balance quite a bit. Oh, so that. it had to be like a huge gust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so. wild. Um, but yeah, that's really all I. W- did you have any anything else that you wanted to touch on?
1: Not really. I feel like we caught it and kind of covered it with all the songs, and I assume we're gonna do best worst song when we, when we get the best worst. So like, I feel like my last bits can go there. Okay. But no, I mean that was really my piece was that you know I was I was loving it. I just think from a pacing storytelling standpoint that fantasy chunk could have been broken up or something or just tightened up or made a little more plot important especially since RK has been nothing but like an ally really to Gene the whole movie so I didn't really feel any stakes in him having to pitch this because I was like he's probably just gonna say yes yeah like it's not even like they built in the thing where it's like oh he better pitch this good otherwise it's not gonna happen so yeah yeah it really was just like I was like, I want to see what happens at the end. Like, how is <laughs> how are they gonna get Lena back? And and you know we didn't really even talk about the end with the dubbing and, and kind of them like humiliating her on stage by by showing Debbie oh, right. Reynolds. But yes. like, yeah, that was a very funny, like, humorous scene. And like, I, <laughs> I, I I liked I thought that was like a good come up. But like, by then too, I was just a little tired. Where I was like, yeah. oh man.
0: It does kind of, yeah. It pauses the momentum of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you lose it. You're like, oh yeah, you gotta get back into yeah. it.
0: Classic, like, la, let her speak.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was so t- lead us so dumb I was like, How are you gonna fall for this? Like, God, <laughs> like, oh, no. How about we let her speak? <laughs> You're crazy. You can't do it. No, trust me. Like, you know, like it's so like. <laughs> this really is very over the top camp like you know like it's very just like big big movements big exaggerations. Yeah. I also want to talk we talk about the comedy scene of them trying to record the dialogue but I also liked when they're actually showing the movie to the test screening. Mm. and they're just showing how ridiculous the acting of like the 1920s is where he just like over and over again whenever he would do love scenes with lena he would just go i love you i love you (laughs) i love you but then when the mic's on people are like who wrote this crappy dialogue (laughs) it's (laughs) It's uh, so
0: great and just like i just want to come into a room and drop my stick yeah rush over yeah it's so great <laughs>
1: and uh and then the audio comes out of sync so like she's saying no 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 and the villain's saying yes 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 but it's switched <laughs> you yeah. know oh that was good the
0: fact that lena loves it too she's like ah it sounds great <laughs> <Yeah>. doesn't it <laughs> that dialect section where you're you're watching them uh, their coaches with their coaches i did not dig into that but i would really love to learn more about that and why it was a certain why they had to speak a certain way or like why it was considered the way to speak in a movie because people weren't talking like that in real life yeah but
1: everybody in movies talked the same back then it was right. a little like i think it's i think it's the same kind of uh idea behind kind of like newscasting where mm. the idea is you don't want to be too regional because then you're gonna alienate people so they try to get this like uh. across the board like plain like white bread ass voice, where it's just like, "Hello, this evening on the evening ten news." Like you know, like mm. it's, I, I don't even know if that was good, but I'm just saying, like they don't want someone to be like, "Hey, it's the news," you know, like because then all of a sudden somebody from a different part of the country is going to be like, "I don't understand this. Uh, I don't know this guy," you know. Hey yo. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So you can't have you can't have a Staten Island guy do the news. Interesting. Um, so, I yeah.
0: just can't. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just can't. So, you know. <laughs> So it's good. The, co- the comedy shops were good.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Um, want to dive into some Best verse
1: Do it, do uh, it, I just got Best Worst song, really. I kind of feel like you tipped your cards, and I think we have the same one, but Moses this was my favorite. That's your favorite, too? Because it, it had, it had the, uh, the illest dance numbers. Like it was, they were so good, but then I also just I thought the wordplay and the dialogue was like funny. I kind of liked it, too. Yes. Like, yeah, it was good. And then the whole just concept of it made me giggle because I was like, this guy has no time for any of this nonsense. <laughs> like, the, the teacher, you know? Yeah. So I just was kind of laughing at that. You know, just oh,
0: like, I love that. Yeah, same. the choreography is insane. Yeah, it
1: was so good. Yo. And I was just like, who are these two crackheads, dude? Like, you guys are like... <laughs> At work, like trying to do a dialect coach, all of a sudden, like all it took was the words Moses supposes, <laughs> and within two minutes, you guys are like flipping papers and like, ah, ah just, like, just, like a maniac. It's
0: so. so great.
1: <laughs> Loved it. A Moses, a Mose, a Rose, is a Rose, a Toes, is a Toes.
2: Hoopty doody doodle. Moses supposes his toes are roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. For Moses, he noses his toes aren't
0: roses, as Moses supposes his toes is to be i really appreciate that like if you download the soundtrack of this movie which i obviously have on my phone yeah when you listen to moses supposes you don't hear the clickety-clack
1: oh bummer
0: but i think it just goes to show that that was live tap dancing sound that they did for the movie so like when they released a soundtrack it's like no that's not yeah they
1: could do that in a studio like right make make fake tap noises exactly
0: so i thought that was really cool um yeah love that number yeah they um, never
1: put the taps in it because uh, we got we always listen to book of mormon and that uh, one song it has like a sweet little tap ditty in the middle of it oh, at, true. when you listen it's not there
0: yeah i would i would love to hear the taps but love a tap ditty yeah and i think we might have the b- same worst or maybe not
1: mine's beautiful girl mine is two. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing a high. Like yeah. the rest of the the, the stuff in, in whatever, in, in the flashback stuff, like I said, not the flashback, the end moment. Right. I like yeah. all of it, but it's just like, this is the one I don't like. Uh, yeah.
0: Right. You beat me to it because... <laughs> it's at so th- long. N- n- well, at the end of Beautiful Girl, you were like, and white, you have to be white <laughs> to be a beautiful girl. I was like, damn it, you beat me to <laughs> it. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> beautiful milky girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those outfit, like The fact that, like, some of those outfits were considered, like, hot back in the day is so crazy to me.
1: Like, mainstream (laughs) 50s, like, white sexiness is, like, hilarious. Yeah. It's the most unsexy, (laughs) puritanical, like, just, like, Uh, full body suits with an ankle showing. Like, Yeah. Can you believe
0: it? Uh, But, yeah, I, I think those are our top, or our best and worst, but, like... Good morning is a close second for good me. Good morning's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, good morning and singing in the rain, I think I'd yeah. like put them together like as one song because yeah. they are back to back. By the way, if any of you revisit this movie and right before good morning starts when they're putting the meals that they had away, check out the fake loaf of bread. The huge oh, yeah. fake loaf of bread That's that they put in the fridge. That's prop team clearly like made. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it, it's just, it's a like big loaf of bread on a plate and they just put it in the fridge like un, un- uncovered <laughs> just like oh we'll put that there for later. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely made of wood or oh, some
0: shit. so hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, those were close seconds yeah, for Yeah, those are good ones. All right.
1: Do you have another best first? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we stink.
0: Well, my other my if I were to have a second best worst, I would say like pick your favorite, you know, dancer character whatever for me honestly donald i think is the heart of this movie
1: yeah he's pretty good
0: he he brings a lot of the comedy to it just like his banter is so fun i think his dancing just makes me happy i i think he just does it with such i mean everyone is effortless but like he just has an extra something yeah that warms my heart and then i also love that his character is so Kind, and you know, there's no like love triangle in this, but like just how sweet he is. There's no jealousy, there's no nothing. Yeah, he's just a nice guy, exactly. So, for me, it would be Donald. Yeah,
1: I agree with everything you just said. Um, if I was a more hardcore head, I'd probably pick him, but because I'm a newbie and I've never seen Gene Kelly, I'm gonna give it to Gene Kelly because I was just impressed. Yeah, like I was just like, that's why he's. Got the reputation he has. This guy's great, for sure. So yeah, that, that's mine. Yeah. And worst, I don't know the, the lady who did the cameo because I was like, stop wasting the movie's time. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, she was great. Yeah, she was yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. There was nobody that was bad. Yeah. Except maybe Debbie Reynolds.
0: Oh, you think she was bad? What they dubbed
1: her. I don't know I guess we oh, didn't even see it.
0: I think she did a great job. Nah, she job. did a good job.
1: Everyone did good. Everyone's great. Let's <laughs> all hug. This movie's nice. <laughs> It's a nice movie where everyone gets a chance in Hollywood and nobody, everyone, everyone's treated nice and if there's a mean person, everyone teams up to get them back and yeah. nothing bad ever okay. happens.
0: Okay, I agree. Okay, fine.
1: Moses opposes. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> Beyond the credits. Moses. Can we all just agree that this is perfect and there's no reason to yeah. <laughs> mess with it? Yeah. Um, there's weirdly a comic book adaptation of this <laughs> called Movie Love. I'm um, not going uh, to check on. that out.
1: Wait, <laughs> that just seems like eight bad decisions all wrapped in one. <laughs> eight. W- what about this movie musical translates to a comic book? I don't know. Or uh, two. And then what the fuck is that title? Movie Love.
0: Yeah, no movie love.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> it was movie Love. <laughs> Aye, aye, movie
0: loving had me a blast
1: <laughs> movie loving, that's how i make cash because <laughs> she's in porn
0: yeah oh no <laughs> movie loving. oh what are you singing <laughs> what are you singin'? i i wasn't even thinking about it <laughs>
1: that's, how, that's how she makes cash i'm just singing <laughs>
0: Not surprising that this m- movie or this story was made for Broadway. Um, it opened in '85 and closed a year later. Uh, so I think too much rain
1: on stage. <laughs> Yo, they fucking. <laughs> they were like they greenlit everything and they're like, I right, having do the rain? You're like, fuck, dude, we didn't even think about the rain, like. <sighs> yo the not sell the first eight rows because they get flooded yeah. like it's like,
0: is that was that the spider-man musical <laughs> of that era like
1: <laughs> three gene kelly's drowned and shit in the rehearsals <laughs> one of the lights hit the water and two oh, crew guys got electrocuted it was, it was bad so uh, don't do rain it's so crazy that's, oh my god it's so i could just imagine it being like dude it's a smash hit people love it the song's great we got yeah. everything's choreographed fast track it like what could go wrong rain so crazy (laughs) can we cut the rain it's like (laughs) have you read the title how about movie loving yeah (laughs) oh we Uh. got it movie loving (laughs) closed one year later
0: And that was beyond the credits. (laughs) That's
1: great. Uh, Uh,
0: Yeah, but really, I just wanted to to mention those two things. And coming off of this, I'm very intrigued about reading a book called He's Got Rhythm, which is that biography about Gene Kelly. He got rhythm. Um, It apparently dives into like... You know all the good stuff we know about him, but also <laughs> delves into like
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, all the good stuff. <laughs> and then well, <laughs> okay. I'm just laughing if there's like two biographies. This one has all the good stuff. That no, one's no, got no. all the bad. So.
0: No, what I mean to say is like it it does. It's you fair know, it's, it's balanced. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. apparently it asked. dives into like sort of the dark side that people don't usually tap into um, of his career. And just like, you know, everyone has a good and bad, you know. It,
1: it shows mean, Yeah, and, like, and we all know, like, there's a reason. We had all these stories of Hollywood, like, just fucked up right. tales. Like, it's just, it wasn't a, a, a great place.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, you I know. I mean, we got,
1: we got Weinstein nowadays. Like, imagine what we had back then. Like, Weinstein was, was tame. Right. He was probably liberal.
0: Um, the actress in the Broadway melody um, scene, Sid, you know, I told you she's, like, worked with Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly. Yeah. Um. She claims that, you know, her husband always knew when she'd been dancing with Gene Kelly if she came home with bruises and Fred Astaire if she came home unmarked. Like,
1: oh, just wow. to give you a sense of,
0: like, how much wow. you had to work when you were dancing with Gene Kelly. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm really interested to, like, read that someday. Um, yeah. Because I... You yeah, it'd be fascinating. That's cool. Uh, anything to say on beyond the credits from your side?
1: My beyond the credits, let's just say, will be explained on my next episode. Whoa. When you could argue, in theory, the movie that I'm gonna show is could al- could in a way be a sequel to this movie. What? It's not true. It's not in any way, but... But it could be? Yeah, like you, if, you, if you wanted to be weird and, and try and tie it together. Now
0: I'm going to watch it from like that perspective. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I'm uh, so curious to Beyond know. Beyond, my Beyond the Credits will come next week. Whoa. But I feel like not telling you because it's more fun.
0: Is it dark?
1: Maybe. Oh,
0: That's cool. All right.
1: It's called Dancing in the Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> but, all right, but that's it. That's all I wanted to say. All right, cool. That's my cool. Beyond the Credits. Oh, yeah, and they live happily ever after, blah, blah,
0: Yeah, yeah um but yeah sing it even though
1: it was gene kelly like 39 and she's 14 19 how old is
0: she oh this movie man i think it's it's perfection i'd watch it over and over again just we did nitpick on some songs but i honestly like could watch this movie all the way through like you know how i typically go back and watch my favorite parts yeah I'll watch this movie all the way through if I had to watch. Like, it, there's no issue there. I think that it's such a great film to, to give you a story, like we mentioned, of like the transition from silent movies to talkies and just from the actors to the dancing. I think we've been praising it this whole time. And I, I knew that you, in particular, you know, as someone who studied film would have an extra appreciation and for someone who does audio professionally on sets would find an extra appreciation for this movie and just seeing how this movie was made on top of highlighting how movies were being made i i I don't i don't i I just knew that you would appreciate that um and as far as like musicals go i know you appreciate a good musical so i thought i'd have a chance there and i think too you know like a lot of How do I say this? Like if you were to do like the generic, like dancing's for girls, like I think that Gene Kelly and a reason why I love like Patrick Swayze so much is that they show like the masculine side of dancing. Yeah. And it's just like such an attractive thing. I'm not saying that you're going to find Gene Kelly attractive ever like you specifically, (laughs) but I just think that they're able to make dancing they're able to make non-dancers or non like dancing literate people appreciate that form of art and i think that you you could come away with that extra appreciation after watching this film in particular so um all that to say is i really hope you love it so um that is my last question for you do you love what i love
2: I love it.
1: Do I love what you love? I'm loving in the rain. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm. Got carried away. I honestly, I kind of think, for obviously different reasons, but I think I fall almost entirely. The same where you fell with It Man the other week. No way. Where I like it a lot, a lot, a lot. And I think it's pretty awesome in almost every way. I just think that end bit makes it not work as a movie for me. And I wouldn't want to watch it all the way through as often as if it was paced a little bit better. Um, But I'm 100% into every single musical number. I think all the songs are great. I think all the performances are great. I think the dancing is top notch. The technical is beautiful. I think the story is awesome. You were totally right about appealing to me from all those ways. Um, I just think the thing that initially made me want to watch this movie was learning that it was about a transition from Hollywood from sound to from silence to sound. And at the end of the day, there's not that much of that in this movie. There's some oh. great scenes. There's, there's the there's the recording scene, the playback scene, the dialect stuff. But overall, there's no real conflict behind it. Uh-huh. And um, once i finally watched it i realized i was missing some laughs and some good dancing but there wasn't like a the, the story just doesn't really in order for me to want to watch it from beginning to end i need to be like i need to go along on this ride and it's more like you
0: need drama more drama yeah
1: it's more like let's get let's let's each enjoy these dance numbers so i think like
0: sometimes you don't want to take a break sometimes and just laugh for someone who likes comedy i know that, that was my other point yeah I but like
1: but there's still stakes in comedies. Like, there's still, like, you're still, like, worried. I am like, you know, it's not my okay. favorite, but I'm just, like, the hangover. Like, you're worried. Are they going to find Doug? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not it's not just, like, silly shit happens the whole time. So You're worried
0: if they're going to make the dancing Listen, I'm Cavalier. giving it, like,
1: a like, a like, a like. <laughs> it's just not, like, love where I'm going to, like, order the Blu-ray right now after we're done talking. You know All what right. I mean? I, I just, I can't quite, like.
0: I think that's a fantastic idea. If lo- you were. To... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You can order
1: some Blu-rays with that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, okay. but yeah no it's it's like really good. I'm very happy I watched it. I'm glad you showed it to me. Um I think everyone should watch this movie. I think it's a pretty it has a pretty base appeal that I think like it would be hard to find someone who like actively hates it. Like you mm. know what I mean? Like it's it's pretty good. It's pretty like damn solid all the way around. Yeah. Um I I just I really I was really taken back by that that end bit. Like it mm. it it really changed everything. I'm not going to lie. Like I was on I was on a, a full blown love and then it was just like, I was at first I was like, all right, I see what they're doing. And then I was like, all right, they should wrap this up soon. And then eventually it was just so long to a point where I was like, I, I'm out. Like, uh, I I don't think I Jean. give a shit. <laughs> so, unfortunately, it's not a full-blown love, but it's like as high as a light like, can get before tiptoeing over the love line.
0: Damn, one scene, huh? Yeah, whoa. It's a pretty all long right. scene. It is pretty long. All it's right. The, it's the placement
1: of that scene, man. They could have put it somewhere earlier or something. Just...
0: Yeah, I I truly think it was like he was like I need to have a legit number with a legit dance and <laughs>
1: also like you know by this by the way you tell these stories they usually end with a big dance number and the end of this movie is more comedic mm. so it's like if that wasn't there then there's no real big elaborate Hollywood dance number right. but then it just it just felt like a, an easy way to put it in when they probably if they really thought about it could have found a more organic way to fit it in like right. you know what I mean
0: yeah. All right, I guess. Uh, I guess you can't go to bed sleeping well. Or wait, wait I don't know. I, what am I talking about? Look, you've rubbed off on me. Can't
1: go to bed sleeping well.
0: <laughs> I guess you can't win them all. But, <laughs> that's uh... what you were trying to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't go to bed sleeping well. <laughs> you can't win them all. <laughs> Basic phrase. <laughs>
0: uh, but all right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, so that's our show, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, please be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Also, if you have the time, please take a moment to rate and review. Every bit of feedback helps. I'm Andy. I'm Masha, and I hope you love what I
1: love.
2: And I'm singing in the rain. Yes, singing in the rain. Ding, 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 and then the right bang. bang. <laughs>